welcome, my friend. Welcome back to another edition of Love Someone with Delilah. I'm having so much fun this year doing these podcasts because I love to talk and I love to listen. And when I'm on the radio, I only get to to talk to somebody for two or three minutes because, you know, when I'm on the radio, I'm supposed to be playing a lot of music, relaxing favorites, longer song sets, that sort of thing. So you can relax and unwind at night. And I love playing the music, but I really love having conversations with people that thrill me, people that inspire me, people that make me want to be a better version of myself. I love people that are real, that are honest, that uh, are, are using their gifts and talents and skills to make the world a better place. And the woman that I'm about to talk to, that we are going to have a conversation with here on Love Someone with Delilah, does all those things. She's as real as a heart attack. She must, She could be like my secret sister separated at birth. She looks, we look enough alike to be sisters and she is bold. She's abroad. She's funny. She loves food as much as I do. In fact, you probably know her from her food show, uh, Trisha Yearwood's uh, Southern home cooking wonderfulness that I got to be on with her. Um, and she is our guest today on uh, our podcast. I met her. When she was performing, she has a new album out called Let's Be Frank, and it's all Frank Sinatra tunes that she has covered that are beautiful, but she is just a hot ticket. She is sassy. She is funny. She is kind. She is beautiful, and we are going to get to know her a little bit more today on Love Someone with Delilah. First, though, I want to talk about our sponsor, because without our sponsors, we wouldn't have a podcast so we're going to talk about our sponsor here for a second, and then we are going to talk with Trisha Yearwood. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life— We've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... 
I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This year, we have been working very hard on our podcast series. I love being on the radio with you. I have loved being on the radio with you for years. But I have a lot to say, and I want to get to know people on a deeper, more intimate level. I want, I want to get to know people in a very real way. However much time I have left on this planet, I want to use it for good. I've always wanted to do that, but since losing my son, Zach, so much more so now, I want to use my gifts and my talents and my skills for good to encourage you to be the best you that you can possibly be, to encourage you to live deeply, to love completely. And that has been my motivation this year with my podcast series, uh, Love Someone with Delilah. And today we're going to get to know a beautiful woman uh, a little bit better, a little bit deeper. We're going to uh, talk with and listen to the versatile, the talented Trisha Yearwood right here. I have to tell you that when anyone hears your voice, you have to know you have the, one of the most famous voices in the world. And everybody, it's so it's just so, it's like you just take a deep breath and go, oh, it's Delilah. I can just listen to you talk forever. And there are stories you tell and the way you make everybody feel. There are not many people that can do that. So, I mean, I'm just honored to be here sitting with you, seriously. Thank you. And I am so honored because I have played your music and followed your career since you were really young. Yeah, 91 was my first year. I was 26. Yeah. Years old. I hear I hear those first records and I, I like them, but I just feel like I sound like a child when I go back and listen. I'm like, oh, you were such a little girl. Yeah, I I was a child when I started in radio. I was 14, and I remember the first time I had to say Martina Navratilova. I was reading the copy. Mar Martina Na, uh, stumbling all over the place, but uh, I I have loved watching your career and all the different things that you have touched that are just so wonderful and so real. Thank you. I have fun. I mean, I enjoy what I do and I'm I'm at an age in my I'm 54 years old. I'm at a place where I'm like I don't really want to do anything that I don't enjoy. Don't do. Yeah, and yeah. I I feel very lucky. <laughs> and I and I never wanted to do stuff I didn't want to do, but I had to, you know. Yeah. So it's it's nice to be in a place where you get to pick the things that bring you joy and so what was what were some of the things that you did that you really didn't want to do, but you did and you did well, but now you're so glad you don't have to do anymore? Well, mostly it was just real jobs, you know. <laughs> I just didn't want to work for a living. <laughs> <laughs> 
What's some of the real jobs you've? I've only had two real jobs. So what's some of the real jobs you've had? Uh, I I was uh, I worked for an agri sales company selling like feeding troughs um, for for. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I was I grew up on a farm, so I mean, I knew what I was talking about. But still, um, I mean, that was ma- mainly like bulk mailing and filing. I wasn't I didn't you know I wasn't a salesperson. Go to the farm. No, I would have loved that. That would have been fun. Um, I was a tour guide at the Country Music Hall of Fame and Museum. So if you came through, I could lead you through. And t- that was that was not a bad. I liked that job because I I would spend most of my time in the in they had movies. They had an Elvis mo- movie and a Patsy Cline movie for like two or three minutes. And I was not a great tour guide because you were watching the Patsy Cline. You were singing along. Yeah, when there's only three or four people guests in the tour, you were singing better than probably than Patsy. No. I was a I was a uh, receptionist uh, at a record label, so that was um, kind of torturous because no one knew I sang. I wanted to keep my job, and I watched people coming in every day doing what I wanted to do. And I was really a shy person and not bold about myself. So I think that was a great job for me because it's it was what lit the fire under me to to say if you don't let people know this is what you want to do, then you're going to get to answer the phones and order liquid paper for the rest of your life. You know, so it was the job that. That changed everything for me, honestly. Talking today with Trisha Yearwood and her life and her love and her hubby Garth Brooks and her music and her TV show. And we are going to continue this conversation with Trisha Yearwood in just a moment. But first, though, uh, I want to talk to you about our sponsors that make this podcast a possibility. You want to smile? Put yourself smack dab in the center of the garden department at the Home Depot. This time of year, there are so many beautiful flowers to take home and plant in your flower beds and your gardens. You can always find room for a flat full of fresh flowers. Every flower bed does better when you use the right products from EarthGrow, Vigoro, and Scott's. The very helpful people working in the garden department will guide you on what's best. The Home Depot, more saving, more doing. I've been talking today with Trisha Yearwood. Oh, my gosh. I fell in love with this lady. Uh, She's just a hot ticket. She's fun and she's funny, beautiful, talented, so talented, and not afraid to be true to herself. We got to talk about last night because I told my sister and my group that last night was such a huge blessing to my heart that I would not have been surprised if an angel appeared on stage after you because from beginning to end, the whole night was like this blessed gift to my heart. Thank you for saying that. You know, I, I was so, this has been such a buildup for me because I wanted to do this record for 20 years. I've wanted to sing these songs forever. Let me just interject your new, your new record. Let's be Frank, Frank Sinatra, some of his big hits, some of his lesser known songs he recorded, but so beautiful everything just was right you know it's really funny i i have rituals before i go on stage i do a little powwow with my band and i did one with the three guys that played the the trisha songs at the front of the show the the the, the bass player and the guitar player and piano player we always do like a little powwow and a little like break on three or whatever and um and then we go out and that's what i do i don't really have i mean i don't do i don't do vocal warm-ups i don't have like 
you know, I don't do anything special. But last night after the power and they went out, I was just, I just need to take a breath. And I actually said a prayer, which I never, I never, I mean, I pray, but I don't pray before I go on stage. I feel like God's got other things to worry about whether than whether or not I hit the notes. You are a force to be reckoned with. Not in a bad way, not in a pushy way, but when you set your mind to do something, you do it. I love that. I I don't know. I don't know if it's, you know, I guess I'm stubborn. I'm competitive. And I am not I'm I'm not confident in everything in my life, but the things that I'm confident in, the things that I know I can do, I just I believe. And I was raised by parents who were very nurturing in that way and made us believe my sister and I both that we could do anything we wanted they just and it wasn't about we want you to do this it was about we want you to be happy and we want you to be in charge of your life and that was that was a great message a great gift they gave us well you've certainly done it well and you said on stage last night that this album you've wanted to do for 20 years these are the songs that you've wanted to do for 20 years. And uh, I loved you telling the story of how you chose the ones that are are on the album. And I wanted to share that with our listeners because uh, that was a huge process. I mean, you have hundreds of songs to choose from. And you said you had 86 more that you wanted to record, which tells me there's going to be, you know, we we got enough material here for a couple of more of these, but um, tell the story of how you chose the ones uh, that are on the album, and then we're going to talk about the one that you wrote with your husband, and 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 I'm going to talk about what that means to me. So go ahead. Well, I did have a, a list of literally, I think it was 99 songs, um, and it's still on my laptop because it's still there. I still want to record the rest of them, um, and I really was having a tough time. And Don was who produced the record. Um, he kept saying, "Well, which ones you think we're gonna do?" And I, I kept going, well, "I don't know. I'll, I'll get, a, I'll get you a list." And then I just, know what, and he finally said, "Look, we have to, you know, we have we to do this. To. We have to. You got to figure we this got, out." We have sixty-piece orchestra. Uh, right, right. And you we have gotta, to, yeah. And yeah. you have to decide, Trisha, because this is your album. It's not mine. I, I'm. You're not gonna sing my favorite Frank songs, you know. So, um, we were having a meeting, and he, he sat me down with a pen and paper and said, "Right now, off the, off the top of your head, what twelve would you cut?" And um, I wrote down 12 songs, and uh, 11 of them made the record. And um, it's, I guess it was good because I just wasn't allowed to think about it. Now, I can go back right now and give you another list of 12 that I would do tomorrow. You know, So I think that um, I do hope I get to do more of this because I've had a lot of fun in my career. I've had a lot of fun in the studio. I, that's, where, that's my happy place is in the studio, creating, making a song mine. But I don't know if I've ever had more fun than this. It was just, it was just incredible. Not to not to harp on how special last night was, but we were in the Rainbow Room, which I could almost feel the the presence of Frank and his gang. You know, the Rat Pack. That's where they they debuted so many of their songs, and that was their happy place. You know, and I've seen so many fabulous pictures of them in the Rainbow Room. And then you walked out on stage, the orchestra came out, uh, and then you walked out in that beautiful gown looking like a vision. And every song, it, they just got, I thought, how is she going to top that? How are you going to top that one? You just nailed it. How is she going to top that one? And each one was just so lush and so, and brought back for me because those are the songs my mom used to listen to. She had a little record player. And those were the songs my grandparents used to play. And each one brought back so many memories. And 
and they were just all just touching my heart. It was the same for me. The, my mother loved this music, you know, so for me, um, I think I mentioned last night, she was born in 37, so we watched a lot of old movies and musicals and played these songs. My mom and dad um, were madly in love. They were married for 45 years, and they would, you know, music would come on the radio. There was a, there was a ki- kitchen radio, and that was always playing. And something would come up that reminded them they they met at a square dance, so they were dancers, and they weren't square dancing at this point, but they would dance in the kitchen together, you know. And I'm a kid watching my parents, and they're kind of like, oh, and then you're like, oh, it's so sweet. And they were always that way together. So uh, that me, it brings back so many memories for me as well. And I got to tell you a funny story about the dress. I was very stressed out about, you know, I'm gonna remember all these lyrics. I'm I'm in the rainbow room. I've been waiting, and now I'm freaked out. And um, and I don't really freak out. I'm pretty zen, but I was nervous last night. And I had tried on the dress, this silver dress that looked like a throwback, Holly, old Hollywood dress. It looks so like like I could have pictured Frank Sinatra with a lady on his arm wearing that dress. Yeah, yeah I, that's how it felt. And then I was like, well, I don't know, maybe I should wear And I had a pantsuit option, and I had this, it was beautiful. I had it on, and I'm like, it's the Rainbow Room. And I, I'm thinking about what a woman would wear to the Rainbow Room in 1955 or 60, and I'm like, it's the dress. It's got to be the dress. And the dress made you feel like a diva. You're like, okay, I'm going to go out there and, you know, the, when you're wearing the outfit, you know how it is if you are dressing to go to church on Sunday, you you carry yourself straighter. And ha- if you wear heels, you walk differently. The dress, you know, inhabiting the dress helped me inhabit the songs better. I think I, re- I really do think it did. Oh, well, it worked. You nailed it. I have a question for you. I, I met you and your husband, Paul, last night. I met him last night. And you said he was your... For the last time? Yes, he is. So when you sang that song, I was bawling. First you told the story of how you wrote it. And when you you said the, 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 the line you came home with and said to Garth, For the first time, I'm in love for the last time. I was like, that's, that's how I felt about my Paul. Because my girlfriends made me a t-shirt years ago that says, No, it's for real this time. <laughs> is for real this time two weeks later (laughs) thought I was for real and um you know I got the I got the collection of divorce but people call me and say how dare you give people love advice when you have been divorced more than once I'm like really I think that is also we you learn what you want and you learn what you don't want and what's good for you and what's not good for you and sometimes you have to go through a couple of husbands to get there sometimes, <laughs> sometimes. uh but this time i'm i'm in love for the first time for the last time yeah Trisha Yearwood, thank you for being our featured guest for spending all this time with us And blessings to you and your new music project, Let's Be Frank. And I look forward to getting to know you better and spending more time with you in the future. God bless you.